This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we'll be continuing through 1 Corinthians, and I'll be going through chapter 14, verses 26 through 40. And as always, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Well, my brothers and sisters, let's summarize. When you meet together, one will sing, another will teach, another will tell some special revelation God has given. One will speak in tongues, and another will interpret what is said. But everything that is done must strengthen all of you. No more than two or three should speak in tongues. They must speak one at a time, and someone must interpret what they say. But if no one is present who can interpret, they must be silent in your church meeting and speak in tongues to God privately. Let two or three people prophesy, and let others evaluate what is said. But if someone is prophesying and another person receives a revelation from the Lord, the one who is speaking must stop. In this way, all who prophesy will have a turn to speak, one after the other, so that everyone will learn and be encouraged. Remember that people who prophesy are in control of their spirit and can take turns. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. Women should be silent during the church meetings. If it is not proper for them to speak, they should be submissive just as the law says. If they have any questions, they should ask their husbands at home, for it is improper for a woman to speak in church meetings. Or do you think God's word originated with you, Corinthians? Are you the only ones to whom it is given? If you claim to be a prophet or think you are spiritual, you should recognize that what I'm saying to you is a command from the Lord himself. But if you do not recognize this, you yourself will not be recognized. So my dear brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy, and don't forbid speaking in tongues. But be sure that everything is done properly and in order. Now I know, judging by the demographics that I see from the podcast, that we have a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds listening to this on a daily basis. We have people from different states, different denominations, believe it or not, different countries all over the world are listening to this on a daily basis. And we all come from different backgrounds and different ways of doing church. Some of us are from the Lutheran church. Some of us are from uh, the Baptist denomination, Methodists, maybe even a non-denominational. Maybe you're not even a Christian and you've never been into a church before and you find yourself just listening to this podcast, which... Thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. But what I'm here to say is that there's many different denominations and many different churches. And what Paul's talking about here is a way to do church. You see, when the Christians left the Jewish faith, they really didn't know what to do. You see, they started going to the Jewish synagogues just out of pure habit. They'd been doing it for all their lives. So they just kept going. So there really wasn't a way or an order to do church. So Paul decided to come up with one, and this is how he felt church should go and, and how he thought church should, the church order should be. He's got somebody singing, another person teaching, another telling special revelations, essentially giving a testimony about Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but you know we sing songs. We have traditional contemporary worship. Uh, we, we sing all kinds of songs from the hymns. We have scripture reading from the Old and the New Testament. We have a gospel reading on top of that. We do uh, an offering and communion at various services. We pray as a group. And, and there's always a message. And sometimes a baptism or two. It, it really depends on the week. So maybe you yourselves have other uh, 
things that you do, certain traditions you do at your church on a weekly basis, maybe a monthly basis. Maybe you do communion uh, every week, maybe every other week. Maybe it's once a month or once a quarter, whatever it may be. That's what your church has decided to do. But what's interesting here is at the end of verse 26, he says, but everything that is done must strengthen all of you. You see, I look at that and I go, you know what? It doesn't matter the order of the service. It doesn't matter if you do traditional, contemporary, whatever it may be. But it says, but everything that is done must strengthen all of you. So I ask you, is it strengthening you? You see, I had a conversation with uh, a student recently who she just started going to high school and she's been in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate all of her life. And she was talking to a new friend that she had met in high school and started bringing up conversations of, hey, you know, you know, I hear you're a Christian. Hey, me too. And they started talking about the differences in their denomination. And for all these years, they thought that, well, your denomination is completely different than mine. It's so far off the reservation that I, I, it's almost like a different religion. But as they began to talk and figured out what they believed, they realized they had so much in common with each other. So much overlap between the two denominations, and, and very very little kept them apart. You know, when you have those conversations with other people, with your friends, your fellow Christians who are in your schools, in your workplaces, wherever they might be, you find out that they're not as different as you might think they are. They might believe certain things that are a little bit different, but out of those conversations, you realize that at the heart of it, you believe that Jesus rose from the dead, died for your sins, and that he's the only way to go to heaven. If that's the case, you have way more in common than you think. So many of us, like I said, think it's a completely different way of believing, but really you have so much more in common. You're closer to brothers and sisters than you think. So I encourage you, not only talk to people about your faith who aren't Christians, but talk to people about your faith who are Christians. Find out what you believe. Find out what they believe. And you might just realize that you have more in common than you think. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you not only give us the boldness to talk to non-Christians, but Christians as well. I pray that you would bring us together. God, so many of the things that separate us are so minor. But God, I pray that you would strengthen us as a church, a big C church, that you would bring us together that we wouldn't be tearing each other apart or bringing each other down. But God, but everything that is done must strengthen all of us. That includes within the four walls of our church and as a big C church as a whole. God, strengthen every church. God, let them, uh, let, let the people listening to this podcast understand what they believe and then turn it around and tell others what they believe so that they can be a witness to those around them. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you're a love child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.